Hello and welcome to the 1 106 of a second photography podcast. This podcast is called Young Neuro, the Great Imitator. Now, imitation is the highest form of flattery. I have some Young Neuro products and I want to talk about Young Neuro because of their most recent announcement. It has sort of qualified their existence into a podcast episode and I'm going to talk about why. Before I do, I have to apologise if I get the pronunciation of Young Neuro wrong. I do struggle with pronunciation sometimes. I remember a time long ago when you would always have a difficulty when buying a product. You would often find if you went for a name brand product, particularly with electronics, that it lasted longer. It had better wear and tear. If you bought a brand you never heard of, it generally broke or it didn't last as long. Then things got to a point where it didn't seem to matter so much. If you're purchasing a high-end electronic product, I still would probably go with a name brand, but I would check out reviews and try them out. I'm also interested in things like power consumption, reliability, brand reliability. Televisions, I've always gone with Panasonic and I've always been very happy with them and they've always lasted very long. Before that, my family would always buy Sony's and we've been really happy. Computers, does it matter if you buy your PC from a reputable brand or not? because all the components are likely to come from a reputable brand, either Intel or AMD. Does it matter? There are all these considerations when you buy gear and when you buy products. If it's just a piece of metal, does it matter what the brand is who made it? Certainly things like guarantees, return policies and such factor in. If it's just a piece of metal that holds something, if it's just a monopod, If the cheaper one is $20, the more expensive one is $40. Does it matter? Can you take a punt on it? And recently, particularly through Amazon, I have bought more lower end products that I've never heard of the brand before. I've bought particularly things like lights, torches, that sort of thing. And I've been impressed by the quality, the price and how long they've lasted. So things like RAV Power, I've bought their chargers, I've bought their power banks. They've been really good. I've had no complaints. Some time ago, when I was getting into flash photography, the prices of Canon flashes and reputable brand flashes were very expensive, prohibitively expensive for me at the time. I didn't know whether I was going to like flash, so I bought a Young Neuro. I bought their cheapest one, and I think it was maybe £40, $40. And it was fine. It was a manual flash. It was fine. It worked. It had no problems. And I was happy with it. And I used it for a very long time. Might still have it. And it was a fraction of the price of the competition. And then I got a slightly better one. I got one that did high-speed sync. And I bought cheap triggers. The cheap triggers sort of broke. So I didn't use them. I bought a more reputable brand of triggers. And they've been okay. They're not fantastically built. They're Harnell Tufts, actually. So they're not the most tough product. But they've got a silicone outer, which somehow makes them tougher and shock-resistant. I doubt it very much. But again, they were cheaper than getting a pocket wizard or getting something like that and there wasn't really much alternative interestingly i have bought young neural triggers and i hated them i just didn't like them at all i sold them so and then after getting the high speed sync i got the top young neuro flash now the top Young neuro flash was under 100 pounds for me the equivalent canon was over two or three hundred pounds you know there was no contest where young neuro have done well is they take a canon product and they copy it. Apart from that £40 flash I was talking about, everything else they've taken a Canon product and they've copied it and they've copied it quite well. And it started with the high-end flash. That's the first thing they copied. So I think it's the Young Neuro 568 
And I think the Canon one might be called that as well, or it's called something very similar. Now a flash is a flash. Does it produce light? Does it recycle? And does it have high speed sync? And does it have TTL? Those are the things I look for now in a flash. And the young neuro does. And it's almost like they took this Canon flash and they disassembled it, reverse engineered it, and then they built their own. Now, why did they copy Canon? Because Canon at the time were the market leader. Canon had the market share. If you can only afford to copy one person, copy the big guy. I don't know legally where it stood. I don't know if Canon did anything about it. I will never know. Might be public knowledge, but I don't know that. Then, to the big surprise, Young Neuro launched a lens, a Canon EF mount lens. And it was, again, probably one of the most popular lenses. It was a 50 millimeter. And it, I think I bought it for 40 pounds again. And the prices fluctuated. Again, it was cheaper than the Canon one. And the Canon did something called a Nifty 50. And that was maybe 80, 90 pounds at the time. And it was a cheap plastic lens, slow autofocus, but it was, it was a good lens. It gave good results and it was lightweight. I already had a 50 millimeter lens. I had the Sigma 50 millimeter f1.4 art lens, which is my best lens ever. Well, it's debatable whether it's that lens or the Canon 200 millimeter f2.8, but it's one of my best lenses. So why would I go and buy 50 millimeter, a cheap one? The Sigma's incredibly heavy. What the Young Neuro 50 millimeter allows me to do is just put a lightweight lens in my bag. If I think there's a remote possibility, I might need a 50 millimeter. So if I go out on a shoot and I'm thinking I'll probably need a 50 millimeter while I take my Sigma. If I'm going out and I think, right, I'm just going to take this 200mm lens, that's probably all I'll need. And then I'm going to think about taking the Young Neuro 50mm just as a complete backup in the event that I end up in a really tight space and 200mm lenses aren't suitable. Young Neuro also brought out a 35mm Canon EF lens. The lens they copied was a better lens than the 50mm. It's got a bit of a cult status, the Canon 35mm f2 that they copied. And now they've brought out an updated version of the 50mm because Canon updated their 50mm. Canon put out a very nice STM 50mm. And Young Neuro have also done LED lights. So the Ice Light is quite a famous LED light by Westcott. It costs a lot of money. There have been numerous imitations and Young Neuro have brought out LED ones that replicate that and they look quite good. I've also got a Young Neuro LED panel. That's fantastic. It's £30 and it works really well. The nice thin one works off a battery and it's fine for helping to produce my YouTube videos. I've never had any issues with the Young Neuro products apart from me not liking the flash triggers. So I sort of feel like Young Neuro have a wealth of experience in the photography space and they're almost becoming a good brand themselves. So now Young Neuro are bringing out an actual camera. Are they good enough to bring out a camera that's any good? Well, I would actually think they are. They've been quite clever with this camera, just like they've been clever with their other products. The camera is small and it runs off Android. It doesn't have a viewfinder, it's a mirrorless camera. It has a micro four thirds sensor, I think 16 megapixels, and it's got a Canon EF mount on the front. So it looks completely ugly. Young Neuro have been quite smart. They've hedged their bets. Their existing lenses are for Canon EF mount. So by using a Canon EF mount, it means that you can use their lenses as well. You'll probably buy their lenses if you buy that camera. Also people who have existing Canon glass could be suitable for this camera. It's got a micro four thirds sensor. They're not competing with full frame sensors. They're not competing with APS-Cs, 
but they put on a micro four thirds sensor which for most people it's going to be more than suitable. 60 megapixels will be suitable for most people. You're not going to do a professional gig with this camera, but for everything else, it's probably fine. And then you can use Android to take your pictures, share your pictures, because they're targeting the smartphone audience, really, or the smartphone generation. They've even included a SIM card slot. Potentially, this is a camera for China. And I've seen various reviews and discussions about it. It looks like the SIM card is intended for Chinese audiences or an Asian audience where it allows you to use 4G or better in Asia, as you can get in Korea, to upload your photos to the internet. Don't forget with Android, you can get Lightroom CC, so you can take pictures and put them into Lightroom on that camera. The back is an LED touchscreen, and I think it's a good resolution display. For video, the camera captures 4K. So already, what might have been seen as some people by a joke, they're already doing a little bit better than Canon. Has the student become the teacher? I don't know. Nice things are it has internal storage. You have to go back a long way to find cameras that have internal storage. I think it's got 32 megabytes of internal storage and you can expand that with an SD card slot. I think it's a micro SD card slot. And again, that's because you need to run Android on it. So you might as well put a fair amount of internal storage in. It has an internal battery, which I think would put a lot of people off. You can't change the battery. I would imagine you can charge it over USB. In fact, you have to be able to charge it over USB, otherwise it wouldn't work. So you can charge it over USB and you can probably charge it on the go with a USB power pack. So is it any good? Is it a joke? Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the camera in use yet. I haven't seen any reviews of anyone using it. But it does pose the question of, do we need to be buying gear from traditional manufacturers? For our high-end products, yes, we do. A low-end offering in some cases can be quite good. Is this the product that takes Young Neuro from a low-end product maker into not quite the big time, but a more serious space? I think this could be. So I'd love to get my hands on the camera, Young Neuro, if you're listening. I'd love to try it out, see what the 4K video is like, see what the HD video is like, see what the photos are like. I think it captures DNGs as well as JPEGs. So would you trust a camera from Young Neuro or would you stick with your traditional brands like Canon, Nikon, Sony, Panasonic, Olympus, Fuji, Pentax? Almost missed that one. Or would you dare to try something new? Let me know and don't forget to check the show out on iTunes. Don't forget the show is now on Spotify. Thank you. Goodbye.